0: If there are any real, well, I, I know of a few, but you know, they don't. A, a few will, will say loyal listeners, type of thing. You know, uh, the ones that I know of are uh, also are know us. And uh, right. so they like get it. Like they understand, <laughs> like, yeah, you guys are in the thick of it with small children. You know, you got your own shit going on and everything. So, but you know, for anyone that actually is doesn't really know us very well and they're probably just like what are these guys doing but yeah i uh, one you know i think we appreciate you out there you know being yeah winners, but uh, we also each and
1: every one of you
0: <laughs> each and every single one to three of you um no we just, but and we also uh, I, you know i don't know apologize but also we're doing our best i promise but you know Every time we do it, I always think ah, it is nice just to sit and chat about you, chat, chat with you boys, and uh, we should we should, should make it more regular. And yeah,
2: be, I mean this is make- so easy, and yet that's like our, our June and July yeah. fly in a hurry. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's awesome. all right, we're not going to do that sign off. Then Well, let's uh, we got to no. I'm no saying
1: like it's like our our
0: we like that's our call. call. We're sorry, <laughs> <laughs> we're sorry for the last hour. You know... You're not getting it back. Every time, I think, like, you know,
1: we should really record more. We should record (laughs) more often. You know, because it's nice chatting with you guys.
2: Yeah. And it's so easy. So easy.
0: But, uh... Yeah. Anyways, so... Welcome to Always Parched. Uh been a minute since we've done this, huh, boys? Yeah, we missed
2: all of yep. June and July. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's,
0: yeah. Yeah. It's been a little rough over here in the summer for several reasons. As we've already mentioned: the heat, the, the quarantine. The microphone groping. Yeah, I don't know what, what Dinger's doing to his microphone exactly, oh, but
1: it's trying to block block the noise coming from the. Can you hear it?
0: Hmm. But uh, yeah, so this is, I mean, it kind of feels like the last couple episodes, we always do like a little catch up because uh, we haven't seen each other in a while. And I guess uh, we don't really need to break tradition because it's been a minute since we've seen each other or recorded together at the very least. Definitely been a little while since I've seen you, Micah.
2: Well, I mean, we briefly saw it at your doorway
0: yeah, that was like a blur. Yeah, just running by, throwing things at me for my birthday, <laughs> saying "Happy birthday!" Threw it and ran. Yeah, <laughs> didn't want to catch what we got. Yeah, and
1: I hadn't seen you since I think last time we, we like got together to record a
0: little in studio recording,
1: right? Did we do any of those?
0: Uh, uh I mean, not recently not yeah, since not. probably like march or something it, it feels like time's going extremely fast and extremely slow at the same time yeah um i mean it, it makes me optimistic like all right we can bust through the end of the year you know we st- we only got what september october november four months left but then i think well four months ago was what july june april and I'm like oh my god april feels like forever ago it's a good looking smoothie there by the way dinger yeah Thank Misty for that one. (laughs) (laughs) Every drop. Uh, I said this a long time ago. Welcome to Always Parts, joined by my good friends Micah and Almendinger, Mister Dinger himself. Hello. Uh, Hello. You know, I don't even know what we're going to
2: talk about tonight. I know. I was going to say
0: the topic was was going to be a little bit about stress management. Working that into some of the cocktails and stuff, mostly because what I've realized in the past one to two months, I would say, is that the hobby of making drinks for me actually has been a big source of stress relief. Not in the way you might think either. Not <laughs> self-medication. <just> because, yeah, <laughs> not just because I'm you know ham- getting hammered or lulling myself to sleep with several shots of whiskey or something. Um, mostly just because I think it's like a bit of a creative outlet, you know? Yeah. I've realized a couple of things, uh, you know, that have been sources of relief during this time, you know, being home with the the young children when they wanted to sit down and do like painting or drawing or something like that. And they want me to sit at their table with their tiny chairs and everything. (laughs) So I get all scrunched up and I would not really love it at first. And then I would sit and I'd start coloring and drawing with them and I realized I see why they have like adult coloring books and stuff because it it was kind of nice just as that they're not thinking just color for a while or uh, paint something or whatever and then I felt like kind of the same thing I started applying with drinks like I would sit there and just like look through some of the cocktail books or you know the flavor bible and just start writing stuff down about oh I think maybe I'll try this with this and that with that and mix up a drink or two here and usually, you know, have wit tasted or something. And, and like, that would kill like an hour sometimes. And I'd be like, Oh, that was, that was kind of nice. I didn't think about, you know, shit I had to get done for work or, you know, things that I had to clean up for after the kids or whatever, just, it was, it wound up being a little bit more than just like making a drink to, you know, lessen the pain that way.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I've definitely been experimenting More than usual, just trying different things, even if it's a minor tweaks like uh, today's martini and I've got some Manhattans in the freezer, just figuring out like the optimal ratio and trying some different riffs and just having a freezing cold drink that I can pour at any moment. And that has been probably my favorite part of doing some batching or experimenting, just having some drinks on hand that are delicious and freezing cold Cause there's like whip up. <clears throat> yeah. Cause it takes just a little bit of time on the front end to do three, four drinks at a time and then to be able to pour it later. And Oh my God, the mouthfeel on these martinis it's like <laughs> pouring out corn syrup. They're like on the brink of freezing, but not quite there. Oh, it's good mouthfeel. I'm
0: well, glad we can still work that into
2: all. I know <laughs> it's on the top of my agenda. At yeah. least same mouth feel. <laughs> yeah. Really orient I mean, yourself. Step in other areas, but not that one. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right, Dinger, you're up. How how are you, how are you dealing with stress these days? How about uh, this? Are you stressed uh, these days? Any more any more or less so than you were prior to the world catching on fire? I think the. The stress that I have is being out
1: in public as often as I am. And then the thought of, you know, bringing something home and getting the family sick or getting our toddler sick
0: <clears throat> as a part of your job, right? Yeah. You're out. We're not hitting, hitting the bars, the bars, oh, yeah. which is club, closed here right now. In club the scene. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. No, not, not hitting the bars, but <laughs> uh, working, you know, being in right. stores and, Being out in public, uh, you know, pretty much every single day of the week. So uh, the beginning was, was even more stressful.
0: Um, uh, And then that's even more depressing. 2020 is just a shit show and I'm not, not a fan. Yeah. That's kind of
2: an undersold story. Just how damn hot it is (laughs) right now in Arizona but all right
0: what else you guys got anything i feel like we've just been talking about how much 2020 sucks so far (laughs) i feel like we touched on that in previous episodes a lot like yeah 2020 kind of blows but this is awesome and you know these drinks are really good and now we're just like there are drinks involved but
2: 2020 blows yeah pretty much it's I I, each time I've been trying to bring it back to something cocktail related, but I don't know. I've been, I've been experimenting with random things. I don't, I got nothing to contribute. (laughs) Um, The last
1: cocktail I had, which was a big throwback, um, I started with a Negroni. That's usually how I always start. And the fact that Misty loves Negronis, uh, that's, that's a, big bonus for me. Uh, but a Jack Rose.
0: Mm. I haven't had Jack Rose in a while. Yeah.
1: Simple. In 118 degrees, it was pretty refreshing. Mm-hmm. So that was it. Jack Rose. Laird's Applejack. Little small hand foods. Grenadine and some lemon juice.
2: <laughs> I definitely have gotten... Uh, an appreciation for random things because I've been trying to, as I've said a bunch of times, not increase my booze. I've been trying to go through it. And so mm, you kind right. of start working with what you have. And mm-hmm. so um, I downloaded the um, Death & Co. book on Amazon because mm. it was down to like $2.99 or something. Um, for the digital version the kindle version i always prefer to have the uh, physical copy i like having books on the shelf but the obvious (laughs) advantage to the digital version is that you can search i was finding these recipes and trying things i wouldn't have normally tried and so i actually found a couple drinks that i really dig that i would have never been in the market for because i wouldn't have i would have gone to my kind of staples but now i just have all these random ingredients left from the back of the shelf and i have found some pretty good recipes that i enjoy that Uh, necessity is the mother of innovation whatever that is in in a super like low stakes version because of home bartending (laughs) (laughs) not to underscore anything that actually is real necessity but you know in the uh, dipshit home bartender category (laughs) definitely necessity is kicking in
0: yeah i uh, have definitely slowed down on my purchasing of bottles trying to think of what i've even gotten recently um not much. I am scheduled to pick up I did just order a bottle of Mezcal Careno's newest release. Naran, or I'm not even sure how you say it. Do you know? You, do you know how you say it, Dinger?
1: I um I, I think that's it.
0: Okay. N A R A N Uh-huh. Um Naran. yeah. Just the their newest release. Uh I don't know a whole lot about it, honestly, but uh I've seen it making its way around Arizona and people making drinks with it. And actually, the other thing I did. It's their Espadine. Just... Right. Oh, yeah. Wait. But they have an Espadine also. Or did they, they just change it to. They did.
1: They do not.
0: They don't need more except for Iran.
1: They never did. They did so. Nope. Yes. Not just straight Espadine. Bruh. It's always been uh wild there might have been espadine in their ensemble
2: seven ensemble siete but no i i'm with woe on this one they had the espadine and i didn't like see it in bottle form and then i saw the new release in the sort of different form factor so i'm i'm probably missed a step in between there but uh, it was a
0: green label. I'm, I'm looking at it now. Um, Mezcal Carino Espedine Hoven, forty-six percent ABV, age of plant five to eight years.
2: There's a there's a real easy way to settle this. We've we go know back some... to the episode. <laughs> no, well, no, it wasn't I, during, during don't that think episode. They had not during, yeah.
0: during the episode. Uh, and the only reason I know this is because when and I may have mentioned this in a previous episode is when I was going to my tailor, I guess. Right. They used the same one. I remember that story. Yeah. Ivan was, they also go to her to tailor their Carano shirts and um, he happened to be going in at the same time and I was like, hey, what's going on? We chatted for a little bit and he was all excited because he's like, you got to try out our new uh, Espadine release and he came and ran into his trunk, got a bottle, brought it out and we tried it.
1: So, mm. Oh, yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, I'm going to take this as a big W over the dinger. I forgot they a
1: did few of them. release an, a straight Espadine. But this this Naran is also straight Espadine.
0: Yeah, so but, what I was actually curious about is if it's replacing their Espadine or it's a different mm-hmm. varietal or it's uh, younger or I, I don't know anything about it. Good talk. Uh, I actually have been very in. So actually, I've been, one of the things I've been really into lately is mezcal in tiki drinks. So I've just started playing around a lot with that. I just like I just like that little that little different aspect of it while keeping a lot of the same kind of you know tropical flavors and stuff from from tiki. So maybe we could do a little tiki mezcal. Episode with uh, Abel and this neuron. So the other thing I was going to say that I ordered from um, Greyhand was that experimental cocktail number six. Mm. So they are doing an experimental cocktail series, um, where they are bat- basically batching cocktails, and in, in I think they said that it comes in a batch that's probably sufficient for three or four pours, um, and you know putting their. Putting their uh, unique spin on all of the things, in the way of being very inventive, I guess. With some of the, like the the latest release, number six, I I've just I've, I saw them post about it, and then I saw other people posting about it, um, and just the infusions and stuff. They're just flavors I would not ever come up with at home, and so I'm just, I was just interested to try it. But it is featuring, I believe, this mezcal
2: naran. Uh, it is, yeah. I, I saw that too. That's been my one consistent, even during the experimentation, that I always go back to tiki. That's been the one constant of being at home, just continuing to mess with tiki drinks. Yeah.
0: I don't know what about it it is for me, but I naturally gravitate towards some of those flavors. Like If I just have to come up with something on my own, I just start thinking of either rums or lots of juices in it, grapefruit, pineapple, something or shots, something that just seems very tiki. So
2: yeah. Last month I made the proclamation that the smuggler's cove book was my favorite of all the cocktail books I have. And it's I definitely would- the one I go back to the most because it has a huge variety of, of things to do. And I also, as much as I love small hands, uh, you know, uh, Orjat and other syrups. Liber and Co is now my favorite Orjat. It's stronger, or I guess more, more powerful. Maybe like if I'm if I see a tiki drink and it says three quarter ounce Orjat, I know I got to put in a full ounce of the small hands, or Mm. less so I put a half ounce of the Liber and Co. If it calls for three quarters, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but that's (laughs) that's where I'm at. So you just get both of them, (laughs) go three quarters. Three quarters. (laughs) I go (laughs) do a medley like in the Manhattan's if you're gonna mix the uh, split the vermouth base. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um,
0: Yeah. So that I will be reporting on that next episode. I'd like to talk about the that batch cocktail in their series. I think it's something they're going to continue to do. So. We'll see how uh see how it comes out I, i'm actually very curious just to see how they present it because i think they give you stuff to kind of piecemeal it together at home it's not just like corn sip i think it's like mm. you take this and then add this and i don't know if they give that stuff to you and then you know you know how undertow and century grand are they're very specific on how they everything is very intentional from garnish yeah. to product to you know, glassware to everything. So I'm, I'm not sure if it's going to be uh, the same way when it comes to the
2: taking it home, take home cocktail. So we shall see. I also, also one night decided I'm going to make my own tiki mug. I'm going to oh, do yeah? like, I'm going like to, I'm going to break out the clay. Oh. No, I'm going to full on, I mean, you know, put my art undergrad Picture Patrick Swayze on <laughs> 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 degree <laughs> to good use. I'm going to make some tiki mugs. Let's uh, do a tangent real quick. Dinger. I want to thank you for recommending <laughs> heirloom. Cause I have tried yeah. three of theirs and I am head over heels over two. And the third one is fine, but I just, It wasn't in my flavor profile, which is not anything against them. It's not you. It's me. But (laughs) their pineapple Amaro is like, if we're doing a recap, is probably my favorite thing of 2020 for, you know, booze related. It is so good. And their Genepe is like so close to green chartreuse, which is my favorite thing to drink. And uh, I would highly recommend it. And for like half the cost. And I think it I find it kind of funny that <clears throat> you know green Chartreuse has
1: what a hundred herbs in it, hundred plus ingredients. each monk has its process mm-hmm. in the making, uh, so not one person in the world knows the recipe. yet these two guys from Wisconsin and Minnesota get pretty damn close with twenty six ingredients.
2: It is so close, it's so close mind-boggling. I don't know if yeah. I could as much as I love it and have consumed green chartreuse, I don't know if I could do a blind taste test and get it right. Ooh. Yeah.
1: I think there's some textural, maybe some textural differences. Obviously the color. Yeah, like for sure the blind, color. But um, you know, it's got the color of yellow chartreuse, but the the, the palette of green is phenomenal. Yeah. Amazing.
2: Mm. And what's well, the that one?
1: Which one have you not had yet?
2: Uh, So I had uh, the third one I did have and just wasn't for me was the Alchemies. It's well done. I just, it's not not my flavor profile that I enjoy as much. And so the Flora, is that what it's called? Flora? Yeah.
1: That one I haven't had yet. That one's good. I love the Alchemies. That's actually one of my favorites. I I think they're all phenomenal product, but um, just... Kind of the history behind it, um, the rarity of it, I guess mm-hmm. there's I think there's only one other that I've heard of um, that's even being made to this day, and that dates the original recipe dates back to I think like the ninth century, so yeah that one just just hearing that story and that history, I liked it before even trying it.
2: yeah, all of that is super cool. it just to me it kind of tasted like a version of um... Aromatic bitters, but in like, you know spirit form and it's just not the thing I gravitate towards.
1: Yeah hmm. I think it's the green cardamom which plays a, a standout role in that That I I would assume that that might be what you're Not liking because I know that you'd like these other flavors, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. so why would you not like them together I'm trying to pinpoint,
2: like, what the... I think it is... I love cinnamon, but only in, you know, stick or powder form. Anytime it goes liquid or an artificial cinnamon, and I'm not saying heirloom is artificial in any way, but just, like, anytime it's not a substance of cinnamon and it's liquid, I don't like it, and I don't know why that would be, but... Um, what um Do you I'm...
0: know any good cocktails with that... Alchemies Dinger.
2: Um, I mean, okay.
1: I've I, off the top of my head, like what people have used with it. Um, yeah, no, I can't like recite some, probably should have been prepared on that. Uh, didn't know, you we're didn't know talk I was about gonna about it. spring
2: heirloom on you. Nah. <laughs> well, <laughs> let me let me throw this out there then, at least for the heirloom on their website. They have a Mai Tai recipe using Ooh. their pineapple Amaro, and it is my favorite Mai Tai recipe. Mm. Whoa! It is so good. Well, yeah, Mikey, sounds goes, uh, good. Pineapple Amaro is
1: phenomenal, but with the alchemy, I think you, you could. A lot of people want to go Negroni, just because of the color. They want to go that route, which I think it can work in place of the the Campari. But the thing is, it doesn't have any gentian in it. There's no bittering agent, so it doesn't. It's not ideal for that format. I think it just happens to complement the sweet vermouth and the gin, so it works. Um, but Definitely not a tradition. Traditional Negroni. I think the better uh, substitute is for Benedictine than for uh, Campari because it's more of an herbal. Right. The, the red color that makes you think it's a bitter uh, or an aperitif, but it's really not. It's just a. It's just an herbal liqueur.
0: I also did not know we were going down this heirloom. Uh, rabbit hole so deep but now I'm also looking at the uh, website and seeing seeing some drinks with the alchemies that look pretty good uh, there's one that looks particularly interesting it's mezcal cognac with lemon juice, alchemies, and simple syrup, sounds tasty I am almost inclined to go try that guys <laughs> okay, so talk for two minutes I kind of want to make it make it or at the break well, i can make it
2: i'm i'm ready for a uh refill if all right if we want to do refills let's do a quick refill let's you can out. have
0: your uh, drink your smoothie dinger <laughs> i'm going to try this out let's really get to the bottom of this alchemy's glad but, you have it profile uh
2: well micah had it and, and uh <laughs> he, he regifted it to me <laughs> yeah Not it, i <laughs> didn't like it that much i it wasn't even that i just made it and i was like okay well i it's probably gonna sit on my shelf for a while so if someone can really enjoy it they should
1: yeah, that's very nice of you You're a good friend
2: yeah okay ready break be right back so what do you think
0: well the color i don't know if you can really see it yeah not in the best lit place, but the color's nice. That uh that kind of deep red from the alchemies. Yeah. Definitely uh gives it a nice color. Um it is, I would say the clove is prominent. It comes through. I mean it's prominent in the sense that it comes through as stronger than I would have thought it is in proportion to the rest of the drink. Oh. it's only a half ounce of it. Mm-hmm. Um, as compared to well I'll just say that's a half ounce of the Heirloom Alkermes three quarter ounce cognac three quarter ounce mezcal half an ounce of simple syrup and three quarter ounce of lemon juice with a dash of orange bitters hmm. so you shake that all up and then served up with an orange peel And this is very fairly specific, so I guess I'm technically not enjoying it exactly as instructed. But it says serve with French burnt
2: peanuts. (laughs) That's very specific. I I know. I finished those earlier today, so I'm a fresh out. That reminds me of the flavored vodka episode where the one was like, "Serve with (laughs) pierogies." Yeah. All (laughs) righty. Oh, you didn't start with pierogies? Well, then it's not going to be very good. <laughs> That's on you, man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, French burnt peanuts, which I would not have known what those are unless they had actually had them pictured here. Um, so yeah, it's only a half ounce of the alchemy's, but that that clove, I tasted a little bit before because I haven't really messed with it since you uh, gave it to me. But I did taste just a little sip of, sip of it before I mixed this up. And, you know, I think the clove and the vanilla come through pretty, pretty well, you know, with the cinnamon and stuff. But then when you mix it into this, I think the clove and the mezcal seem to be the strongest components in my opinion. But uh, I mean, it's good. It's called silk sheets. Silk I sheets. It. Silk sheets. Mm. I wish. Who is credited?
1: Who made it? Where does it come from?
0: heirloomcores.com
2: oh it's hilarious. cool. Yeah, they have some yeah. decent recipes on there like I said that Mai Tai <laughs> one you got to check it out but I am out of pineapple Amaro because I've been crushing a ton of um, chartreuse slash uh swizzles and I think if you did the pineapple Amaro instead of uh, Falernum you could have a real solid uh, drink there and I really want to try that And I need to get my hands on another bottle of the pineapple Amaro. Hmm.
0: Yeah, that's good stuff. Last I checked, they were out
2: at -hmm. Graham. Maybe they
0: have more. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, this is only half ounce. I was just looking at the rest of the recipes real quick. And there's one that calls for two ounces. And that that would be pretty strong, in my opinion. But who knows? Maybe it's really tasty. Ah. Alright boys. Well, um it was a it was a pleasure getting to chat with you guys again.
2: Yeah, I feel like this was just another tune up episode. Like you put it out there, next time we'll be on task. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just been so hard with the
0: the spacing between totally, totally
2: forgot about this whole Zoom thing, so Yeah, right. even even when we're, we're back, back to normal it's still would be so much easier to fill the gaps with this format yeah yeah well let's
0: do it let's put it out there yeah we're back you will hear from us more regularly (laughs) okay abel you don't even you haven't even heard this yet but you're on next yeah (laughs) mezcal tiki good job thanks for uh thanks for taking the time abel we appreciate it and uh Shoot me a text after you hear this, Abel. Yeah, exactly. He is, he's always the one that shoots the first message, I would say, because he goes yeah. hiking every morning at like five, yeah. minutes, listens to all this stuff. Um, but yeah, we, you know, we had a whole list. We have a whole, whole, there's a whole bunch of stuff we could talk about. I mean, yeah, we can't be going so to much the bars anymore around here, but, uh, but there's plenty, plenty of stuff going on. So much.
1: We don't have time to just chip away. That's right.
0: All right. Dinger,
2: you got any final words? I don't. Miss you guys. Yeah, the hugs. I miss you too. That's still the one thing. Missing out on a lot of hugs. There it is. (laughs) Zoom hug. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, that felt so good. (laughs) Uh,
0: I would take the chance. I would hug you boys if you were in person right now. Just yeah. Hold breath. <laughs> all right. Well, we've got a game plan moving forward. We're going to be all about consistency, short, quick to the point. We'll see how long that lasts. We appreciate you uh, hopping on, taking the time to listen, hang out with us and, uh, you know hop on our very active social media accounts right now that too yep <laughs> we haven't posted in months nope um i i've i've obviously i've posted uh, you know stuff under my account and a lot and there's been times when i'm like should i put this under parch but then i'm like it's just out of nowhere you're right you know it, it it doesn't have to be i guess specifically related to an episode it could just be a drink but but, uh, yeah,
1: it doesn't have to be related at all.
0: Yeah, I know. I guess uh, and that make a commitment to that too. We're making a lot of commitments here now. Yeah. Ugh. Stressing me out? It sounds more like a team meeting than a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you put it out into the world, you have to follow up through. Uh, it. All right. There you go. Let's do it. <laughs> all right. Well... Uh, stay hydrated kiddos thanks again for listening and you know uh, go check out those social media accounts and hop on I guess give us five stars Mike is very insistent on the five star thing if you do want to rate us so
2: yeah we got we got like double digits five stars on iTunes and boom I mean it's not the worst thing I don't know what it does for us uh, long term or even (laughs) short term but obviously five stars is better than four so let's keep those going
0: Oh, I'm sure it's going to get us it's going to get us recognition before you know <laughs> it. We'll be getting into all those uh, VIP parties that don't exist right now. Yeah. All right, boys. Well, salute. Love Let's you boys. Yeah. Salute. always
1: come. parched not it's not sometimes parched, parched. every other month <laughs>